Well, good evening, good afternoon, good morning for wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, as always, and delighted you've been able to tune in for us to us for this uh, tonight's show. Today is Wednesday, the 3rd of January, 2024. It's 7 p.m. here in Thailand. And uh, delighted as always, as I said, that you've been able. Now, before we do get started, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next video comes up or the next live stream, which will be tomorrow night at the same time. Now, if you like listening to us on a podcast player, you can pop over to uh, the link down below in the description and there is a little website that shows you all available podcast players and this show will be downloaded and uploaded there later. And finally, if you want to support the show, if you like this show, you can support us in many ways. Firstly, down below in the link, there is a, a button for buymeacoffee.com where you can support us through there or on the actual um, super chats, you can donate directly through youtube and that money will go to us but nevertheless now that that's all done and dusted we will get into the top stories uh, hello fridge nice to see you today and hello uh, bushman uk welcome back again so uh, quickly what we're going to talk about today it's uh, going to be uh, we will go through the uh, four stories we have for you then we'll go through at the end uh, the road deaths and the accidents here in Thailand today and I have a short video that's been brought to you by uh, the Irish Embassy in conjunction with Richard Barrow and that will be played at the end of uh, this uh, video podcast tonight it's kind of in it's an interesting video about driving here in Thailand motorbikes what you can and can't do and advice and I think it's a good little video for people they can watch it after the show is finally done so what we will do is we'll jump into the first story of today and that's in relation to, actually it's a feelish good story but it's in relation to uh, tigers so a uh, positive sign for tiger conservation in thailand as the population grows the number of tigers observed in the central conservation area of thailand has increased with 120 captured on camera traps in the tung yai wildlife sanctuaries during a recent survey up from the hundred the previous year a rare sighting of a mother and her cubs in a different sanctuary has raised hopes for these species breeding in new areas. Conservation efforts, including strengthened anti-poaching measures and initiatives to replenish the tiger's prey, have contributed to its positive trend. The head of the Kaunang Ram Wildlife Research Station expressed optimism but emphasized the need for continued vigilance. Thailand's tiger population, estimated to be between 148 and 189 in 2022, primar primarily resides in the Tung Yai Wildlife Sanctuaries. However, recent camera trap images from the Selak Pra Wildlife Sanctuary in the Western Forest Complex southeast area show evidence of tiger cubs, marking a significant milestone. Conservationists attributed the population growth to successful patrolling against poaching and efforts to enhance the tiger's prey base. While the global wild tiger population has faced a sharp decline due to poaching and uh, habitat destruction, Thailand stands out as one of the few countries in Southeast Asia making progress in rebuilding its tiger population. Despite these positive developments, challenges persist, including threats from human encroachment, forest fires and the impact of the climate crisis. Nevertheless, the increased focus on anti-poaching measures and habitat protection offers hope for the continued recovery of the tiger population here in Thailand. And good evening, really quick, to Jerry from the UK, Don and Rusty Graves. Hello, Rusty Graves. 
so yeah, actually that's a little bit of positive news in terms of uh, uh, Thailand's tiger population. You know, news can be sometimes depressing with never any good news. I guess it's good news for the tiger. Maybe not so good news if you happen to meet one in in one of these forest reserves. But it is nice to see, you know, the population increasing. And that certainly is positive signs. Now, we're going to move on to the next story. And it's another one that I picked up on uh, earlier today. Now, it it, it kind of it, it broadens in. It goes into the Chinese uh visa situation uh but it also uh will focus on the european markets so thailand aims to boost tourism with visa changes and focus on european markets thailand has expressed a bilateral agreement with china to eliminate visa requirements for tourists starting march 1st 2024 in a bid to revitalize the country's tourism sector post-pandemic according to the prime minister the move has been welcomed by china emphasizing improved sino-thai relations Now, in 2023, Chinese tourist arrivals in Thailand fell short of its targets of 4.56 million, making China the second largest largest contributor to tourist numbers after Malaysia. Before the pandemic, China led with 11 million visitors in 2019. The Economic Department of Tourism and Sports reported a total of 28 million tourists in 2023, generating about 1.2 trillion baht. Now, Thailand anticipates a boost in tourism in 2024, targeting 35 million foreign tourists, including 9.9 million long-haul tourists, with estimated revenue of nearly 7.69 billion baht. The European market is a key focus, given its higher per capita expenditure, with the aim of increasing spending to 80,000 baht per trip per person. Now, to attract more of these long-haul tourists, the Tourist Authority of Thailand plans to submit a proposal for a program offering free visas to Europeans aiming to encourage extended stays and make airfare costs more worthwhile. This strategic approach aligns with the government's goal of increasing tourism revenue and ensuring sustainable recovery in the post-pandemic era. So uh, this is a little bit of good news, maybe a little bit of rethinking by the Tourism Authority of Thailand here, the idea of offering free visas. And, and when I read this article, I can't remember now what the source was, it spoke about particularly free visas, free 60-day visas. But wouldn't it be just easier for people who have visa-free arrivals? So, you know, a lot of Europeans can arrive here and get their 30 days. Wouldn't it make more sense to just give them 60 days on arrival instead? rather than making them go through the uh, the hoops of doing this e-visa, but then saying at the end of the day, it's going to be a free visa for you, but uh, you still have to fill out all this stuff. I guess it maybe it's one way of making sure that people have proper reservations uh, for hotels and that they have the funds to, I guess, come on a holiday here to Thailand, but maybe a little more thinking in relation to that. But I think it, it's a positive sign. And they do understand that there is a significant market from Europe that come here. And, and as it is a long haul, because, you know, it's with the stopovers, it can be between anywhere between 10 to 18 hour flights to get to Thailand from Europe. So it all depends where you're coming from. Also, they recognize that Europeans spend a lot more money here, roughly about 80,000 baht per person. I, I don't no, be interested in how they how they get these figures. Sometimes I do think they make them up, or they're they're very vague. But um, I mean, the Tourism Authority of Thailand—they're out there anyway. They're trying to, I guess, fill Thailand with as many people as possible. One of the things is, and if you remember during COVID, they spoke about um, quality over quantity. But I guess once the pandemic finished, that all 
was thrown to the wayside and we're back now to filling the country with as many tourists as physically possible look and it's fantastic for Thai people the opportunity to make a living the opportunity to have more tourists coming to the country and earn more revenue I think that's very very important uh, for Thai people here in the country so yeah fair play to uh, Tourism Authority of Thailand I, I during the pandemic I wasn't the biggest fan but I, I do note that they have been trying to improve things over the last uh year or so since the country opened so hopefully these things get better and interesting in relation to the chinese visas there's going to be a limit on how many times they can enter within as i think it's a six month period so i think it's only going to be uh 90 days within a within a six month period that you could actually use this visa free that they've gone through and i think it'll be reciprocated on the thai side too so expect more tourists from uh, thailand to head to china and visit it and probably a lot more to come back now one of the reasons they they missed their target of four point of uh, visitors from china this year and one of the things they have mentioned in this article was um the siam paragon shooting and the amount of scams that played out here in thailand uh, on chinese visitors and that seriously put a dent as many people may know in china social media is very much controlled so you know what they put out there people will see so when they hear about scams in thailand when they hear about people being abducted kidnapped ransoms and then murdered it does significantly have uh, an impact on tourism coming here and of course chinese people have a vast array of other destinations they can go to including the likes of vietnam cambodia and Laos. um i know paul it would be be <laughs> I just having a quick look here at the comments and actually guys I'll go through the comments at the end so we'll just go through the stories and then um, but that's one of the things and Jerry hello Jerry nice to see you tonight I'll come back and have a look through all the comments at the end because there seems to be quite a few there at the moment but we will move along to the next story which is in relation to well alcohol and the price of alcohol here in Thailand now for people who may know or may not know particularly wine in Thailand is exceptionally expensive and you may wonder why that is it's the duties placed on it wine is considered a luxury good when you look at the customs and excise duty and how they've uh, structured it so you know a cheap bottle of wine that you would see in Europe you'll see here and you'll be somewhat surprised at how expensive it is so it's it's mainly to do with that but Thailand approves booze tax cuts to stimulate tourism so in a bid to boost tourism, Thailand's cabinet has approved tax cuts on alcoholic beverages, particularly significant reductions for wine. Import tariffs on wine, currently at 54 and 60%, will be exempted for one year, and the excise tax on wine will decrease from 10% to 5%. Now additionally, the excise tax on local liquor will be reduced to zero to support small-scale producers. Entertainment venues will benefit from a half excise tax of 5% on gross revenue. These tax measures are expected to be effective soon, lasting until the end of the year. Losses in tax revenue are anticipated to be compensated by increased tourist spending. The move aligns with Thailand's focus on tourism recovery, targeting over 35 million foreign arrivals in 2024. So I think not yet rusty but i'm gonna that'll be another story i'll say I'll, I'll come back to all the comments and then otherwise my my train of thought will completely be gone here so in relation to the wine uh and what this idea that well losses are going to be because people you know it says losses in tax revenue are anticipated to be compensated by increased tourist spending i'm not sure that's actually going to happen so 
what, where the issue I would have in this is, will businesses, so, you know, you're the likes of uh, your supermarkets that sell alcohol, your pub, your restaurant, your hotel, you know, entertainment venues, do you think they're going to pass on the cuts to the customer or are they just going to continue to sell them at the same price? I just don't see large-scale restaurants and hotels reprinting hordes of menus to give cheaper alcohol to people. I just don't believe they will do it. Now, they say also beer will come down, possibly the price of beer and some uh, spirits and liquors will be coming down as well. But will they actually give pass this on to other people, onto the consumer, or will they just pocket the profit themselves? And my experience here in Thailand tells me that they will be pocketing the profit and the greater profit rather than passing that on to the consumer. Now, I've been running a poll for a little bit and um, currently uh, I think the question was basically uh, will they pass it on? At the, at the moment we have uh, 73% saying no, they're not going to pass it on. But guys, I'd love to know what you think about that. Do you think they're actually going to pass on the savings that they are making, the reduced price, the reduced cost onto the consumer? I don't think it'll happen, but I'd love to know what you think about it, as always, guys, in the comment section. Now, the last story of today, which is quite an int not an interesting one, it makes you wonder what kind of tourists come here, or people they let into the country at times, but British National, a uh, British National uh, in Phuket, arrested in Phuket after a tuk-tuk incident. Kamala police, in collaboration with Phuket immigration officers, apprehended a 38-year-old British national named Jamie Ian Bryant at a Vichette hotel following an altercation in a tuk-tuk. The incident took place and was reported on January 1st involving an argument between Bryant and his friend, resulting in a physical assault with a concealed firearm inside the tuk-tuk. The injured victim's friend promptly alerted Kamala police, leading to a coordinated response. Bryant fled the scene, but was later located at his suspected residence, where blood-stained shoes and his passport were found. Further investigations connected Bryant to Chanida Wachapatam, who also confirmed his involvement. Bryant was apprehended without resistance, confessing to the violent argument and disposing of the firearm, which was later recovered along Chaffa Mine Road with 36 9mm bullets. The injured victim received medical attention while Bryant faces charges related to assault, firearm possession and causing bodily harm. The ongoing investigation aims to uncover the motive behind the altercation. Authorities are committed to ensuring justice is served in this case. Now, in fairness, justice is served. They're, they're more worried about what, why it happened. Wouldn't you be concerned about where a British national in Thailand picked up a gun? Why he had a gun while he was, you know, going around in a tuk-tuk with his friend in the car. And surely, surely that those things should be something that, you know, would set an alarm off. Not why the altercation happened. Maybe they had a disagreement in the back of the tuk-tuk. But why did this Brit have a gun with him? Where did he get the gun? Who did he buy it from? What was his plan to have it? What's he involved in? Because anybody who's carrying a gun around in Thailand or anywhere to be honest right are up to something they're not here you know for a bit of fun and chat they're they're into something because they feel the need to carry a gun so those kind of questions certainly need to be answered 
um, this is the kind of stuff, you know, you sometimes hear about people come to Thailand and they're worried about what foreigners they meet. And the truth is you don't know who you will meet here in the country and what they're up to. So that's why a lot of foreigners are always quite hesitant to make friends with other foreigners here in the country because they're always a little suspicious. And I, I know that because people have told me they're always a little suspicious because they're not quite sure who they're making friends with. And I can understand that in this kind of case too, you know. There's a lot of scammers here in the country who also get involved, all different nationalities, Thai included. But yeah, people do look out for them, need to look out for themselves. But in this kind of case, I mean, wouldn't he be getting what them? Don't they have the Phuket yellow and red card system? That's definitely a red card, no matter what. That is definitely a red card, along with probably jail time, deportation and whatnot. So let's have a quick look down through the comments and I will go through them. So Fridge, good, good evening. Thank you. Uh, I'm Bushman UK. Hello again. Jerry, hello from the UK. What part of the UK, Jerry? Alcohol might be a little less expensive, but think they'll uh, be minimal best. Yeah, Don, I, I think. Uh, Rusty, good evening, Kieran. Hello, Rusty again. And Jerry, Kieran, as we all know, airfares from Europe are twice the price. Yes, airfares are. And, and that's one of the things they mentioned in the article about the visa. They want to eliminate, let's say, people who want to come in the long haul for that maybe two months to Thailand. What they want to do is they can't do very much about the airfare price at the moment but maybe reduce the cost of having to buy a visa and that maybe will offset it a little bit i think that kind of is the thinking i'm not sure it's a huge savings now you know but nevertheless that seems to be kind of the thinking behind that and, and to be honest with you i have no idea when these airfares are ever going to drop i was reading an article um an american article about out it and there is talk maybe mid next year you might see reductions but the airlines are at fault and the reason the airlines are at this is because they've just reduced capacity they're filling up the planes they're charging twice the amount and uh, we're all paying it now bushman visas uh nice to see i've seen for use and longer duration uh, flights cost so much now that staying is more efficient free in thailand really yeah it would be a good idea paul one month ago they were talking about 90 day waiver on visa and arrival free i wish they could make up a plan that, and that, that's fundamentally probably partly, I remember covering this poll about a month, six weeks ago, and it was, they were, they were going to increase it. And it was going to be uh, not, not a visa, but you know, when you come and arrive, a visa free when you come. So you get instead of 30 days, you get more. And they wish and wash and book. By the time they get around to it, the high season will be finished. And, and that's, that's part of the thing I have with them, you know, make a decision and then follow through on it. I mean, at the rate this is going, we'll be at Songkran and the low season will be setting in. I can get two weeks in Spain for the same price of return airfare to Thailand from the UK. Airfares must come down before visitors will return. Very, very true. Sorry, this is popping up. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes, but I think, uh, so I got two weeks. Yeah, Jerry, you're right. You could. I, mean, I think you could go to a lot of countries in Europe with the price that would cost you to fly to Thailand at the moment. Uh, Rusty, any news on this tax on money sent? I will find out more about that and we'll do something about it. Uh, maybe next week. Just let me give time to research that because that is important to a lot of people. Uh, nothing comes down, it'll stay the same for a few years. Yeah, Paul, I think maybe you're right. But, you know, when they get people paying these prices, they're not as quick to, you know, put them down. I recall a, I recall a fight in a moving uh, bat bus between two Thai girls, was me and my mate in a bat bus, both funny and scary. Uh, head heister. <laughs> Gordon, good evening. Guns are easy to get here for 15 and unlicensed. They can be bought. And that's one of the things I think they've been trying to do uh, since the, I think it was the CM Paragon um, shooting Gordon, is they're trying to take all these guns off the, 
off the streets, you know, having an amnesty as such. They've banned basically the issuance of licenses in Thailand for guns for the next year or so. But it is a problem, I think, and, and uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, Gordon Rusty Franks, uh, EU visa free for 90 days within the news, nothing confirmed. It was basically Thai tourist affair. Yeah, I always get a bit, Don, I always get also a bit concerned when the tourism authority of Thailand talk about visas because they really have nothing to do with visas as well. It's the Ministry of Foreign Affairs that will decide. And one of the things, you know, that fund the Ministry of Foreign Affairs abroad is their visa fees, right? So when they get all these from various countries and now they're doing the e-visa course, um, they this money is what funds, you know, their, their diplomatic course there. So I, I always am a little bit suspicious when the Tourism Authority talk about things. Now, if it was the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, that would be another thing, but we'll have to wait and see what comes out of it. The tax will be a good one. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the tax one, yeah, absolutely. When people go to immigration firms a full day for renewal, they don't spend money in the local business. Uh, when people go to the immigration firms a full day for... V yeah, well, for tourists especially, because half the time they don't know where they're going, so they end up, you know, especially people who come on a 30 and they want to, let's say, extend for another 30, and particularly tourists. Yeah, it, it can be half a day anyway, you know, and with all the paperwork you have to bring with you and you don't really know when it costs what I think it's 1,900 baht or something. It's expensive enough. But we're still on and I wanted to quickly, as I were, because I have this video and I wanted to put it up for, it, it's two minutes and it's an interesting enough video. Um, today's uh, figures on the roads, guys, we'll just quickly give it to you there. Um, today, we had 41 deaths as of, uh, I'll take that back now, as of six o'clock today, we had 41 deaths on the road and 2,142 people injured. Gordon, thank you very much. Greatly appreciated. And I appreciate that. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Duncan. Um, we had yesterday, 68 people died on the road and total now died since the 1st of January. We're only three days into the new year. We've 222 people who've passed away. Rest in peace to all those people and condolences to all their families. Now, I'm going to play a quick video. Jesus, didn't thought it was going to work now. I'm going to, I'm going to play a quick video. It's about a minute and a half long. As I said, it's from uh, the Irish Embassy in conjunction with Richard Barrow. And it's kind of a little Q&A across a little video about. And it's, it'll be good for more tourists coming to the country. But I do think it's worth showing. So um, road traffic accidents are probably the greatest single cause of death and injury uh, for tourists visiting uh, Southeast Asia and a big proportion of those involve um, motorcycles and especially people not wearing helmets on motorcycles. So I suppose the first piece of advice that we would offer to people is to think very carefully uh, about safety uh, and being sensible and ask themselves do they really want to, do they really need to uh, hire or rent or ride a motorbike, especially if they haven't had experience of, of riding one before. If you do rent a motorcycle, make sure you have an international driving license, you have experience of riding a motorcycle, you also have the, uh, the proper health insurance that will cover that kind of motorcycle, the size and the type of motorcycle. Always wear a helmet. If the shop doesn't have a helmet, then go to another shop. That's good advice. And some shops will ask for um, your passport as collateral in case of uh, damage or whatever. Um, our advice is that you should never hand over your passport as collateral in those type of circumstances. You should maybe offer a photocopy of your passport 
or a, a, a refundable cash deposit or even credit card details, yeah. uh, but not hold on to your passport. And if the shop, you know, if that's not good enough for the shop, then maybe go to a different shop. Have you any advice on what makes for a good, reputable motorbike uh, rental shop? I would avoid those shops by the side of the road with a, like a pop-up sign. Go for a permanent looking shop that has, uh, has a name board and a reputation to maintain. It may cost a bit more, but you will have less trouble in the long run. Okay. And of course, even with the best will of the world and, and, and people being very careful, accidents still do happen. A lot of tourists and a lot of citizens who end up in hospital uh, because of accidents. Uh, so probably the greatest single piece of advice that, uh, that we would offer and stress is that people need to have comprehensive and adequate uh, travel and health insurance because if they do end up injured or in hospital, uh, medical bills can be very, very expensive and it's not easy to, to cover those if you don't have the insurance. So, uh, so definitely make sure you have the right health and travel insurance. Be sensible, be safe. Yes, indeed. and hope you enjoyed the quick video my stream health seems to have deteriorated very quickly but we're going to leave it at that thanks again